And now let us celebrate the holidays in the traditional way. With a podcast. It's Schmanners. <laughs> Travis McElroy. There it is. Hi, let's start again. Okay. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you are listening to and watching Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dog. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm doing well. You did so good in the Sawbones movie. Oh, thank you. Um, My I, directions were, go fast. Yeah, she did great. I'm doing well, too, but from my perspective, it kind of looks like that Christmas tree in the hall dramatically threw open the doors to confront me. <laughs> well, get used to it. That's yeah, your seat this is for, where the, rest I sit for the rest of the night. It really looks like it was like, poof, Travis. <laughs> we have to talk. I've come back to save you. Come back from where, Christmas tree? Even I don't know. So here we are, back in my hometown, uh, Huntington, West Virginia. Thank you. Anyone else here from Huntington? <laughs> oh, we don't get to do that at a lot of other shows. Um, I'm so excited, because here we are, um, and this is, Candle Nights has become uh, a bit of a holiday tradition for the McRoys and for Huntington, and for, I, I imagine, a lot of folks here. Um, and so we kind of wanted to talk about holiday celebrations, but we've already talked a lot about kind of the standard, like, what we do. And so we wanted to talk about holiday celebrations around the world. Ooh. Ooh. Um, well, I hope that some of you listened to our last one, not this last one, but the one before about when Christmas was banned. Yeah. Um, Did anybody catch that episode? If not, you should listen to it. The church outlawed Christmas <laughs> for being too sinful. And that's the first, like, holiday custom I would like to talk about. The Sin. I well, yes. Yay! <laughs> Let's hear it for Sin! Well, there's a lot of talk these days about Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays. And, you know, this battle... And Starbucks cups. Am I right? Wait, is that still a thing or are they cool now? That was 2015, honey. Oh. Um, but, and this battle has been going on for over a hundred years. Um, what? Exactly. That's what I said. That's almost 200 years. Um, <laughs> this is the show, folks. He says jokes and I ignore them. Yay! <laughs> um, so, uh, if you listened to that Christmas is Outlawed episode, you'll know that Christmas for a long time was celebrated by basically drunken mobs in the street. 
And now they're celebrated by drunken mobs in the theater. I knew it! And so... <laughs> and so the term Merry Christmas was more about uh, merry-making at Christmas, so much so that in 1786, a paper called the New Haven Gazette uh, decried the common salutation of Merry Christmas, saying, so merry at Christmas are some, they destroy their health by disease and their trouble by their joy. That is why we now say an austere Christmas to you. <laughs> ah, and a very austere Christmas to you. And then you nod solemnly. So although we think of today the common salutation of Merry Christmas being about uh, the, quote, Christ in Christmas, that sort of thing didn't come about really until the 1900s. Before that, the uh, first commercially produced Christmas card, which was created in 1843, showed not the nativity or a manger scene, but instead a, a multi-generational family drinking wine by the fireside. Nice. Okay. Um, so as that's one of the ones that we're pretty familiar with, but holidays around the world are pretty different from ours. Um, There's one specific one that I'm really excited about. You're really I can't excited? can't decide okay. if I want to start first with that one or save it, or should we start with it? Go ahead, honey. Okay. I'm going to mispronounce this word, and it's in Switzerland? Yes. It's a place, uh, it's called the Gavle Goat. G-A-V-L-E, yes. Some of you are familiar. Every year, they build a giant effigy of a goat to celebrate the holidays. And every year for the last like 37 years, someone has burned it down. <laughs> like they, they post armed guards and like they have built fences around it and people have still found ways around it to burn down the goat. The last time this happened was in 2016. Last, yes. the 2017, it wasn't burned down. <gasps> we, well, I was about to Th celebrate, but. Oh no. <laughs> I think it's a clever ruse. Are you gonna play with that troll that's sitting on the desk? Woo! Oh no! Poppy. That's not Poppy. No. It's the troll branch. will forgive me. I just wanted to be able to see this oh, beautiful perfect. audience. But it's, you I deserve think, that. I think the plan was they probably skipped burning last year so they could double burn it this double year. Double burn it. And no one would ever expect it. They'll burn it, put out the fire, burn it again. <laughs> Take that goat! That's my favorite. So, another country uh, where their celebrations are a little different is in Armenia, which was actually the first country to adopt Christianity as its official religion, uh, uses its own calendar. So they celebrate uh, the Armenian ap apostolic, apostolic, I don't apostolic, know, don't look at me. Apostolic, excuse me, church honors January 6th as Christmas. So now here's what I like 25th. about that. What I like about that is they, uh, they have their own calendar, but it's only like two weeks different. So like that's really a line in the sand that they've drawn of like, no, ours is different. Like, yeah, but it happens in a fortnight of the other one. Just we'll meet in the middle. How about everybody does it? No, ours is the 6th of January. We have special advent calendars. They're longer. Yeah. Well, okay. 
So, and even in in, um, in countries very close to ours. Uh, there's other countries close to ours? Yeah. Central, what? South and Central America are very close to the United States. Huh. Um, it's weird that I haven't heard anything about it. So weird. Um, but in, in Mexico, for example, um, on the days leading up till Christmas, they have a special pageant uh, depicting the search of Mary and Joseph for a place to stay. And when they finally find the place to stay, the children all break the piñata filled with toys and candy. Huh. Yeah. Now, what I like about that is usually that part's left off a lot of our nativities, and they just focus on when the baby was born. Right. I prefer this calling around like, do you have a room? No, you've got one? Yay! Piñata! <laughs> that, as if, like, you know what the best part? When they found a place to stay. Because I've been there. You know, you're on Airbnb and there's no good place and finally you found one. And then you smash something with candy in it. It's a perfect celebration of Christmas. I also, can we talk about in Japan? Sure, we can skip ahead to Japan, honey. We can jump around. There's not, are we going in alphabetical jump, order? Jump, jump around. The traditional Christmas carol, yes. carol jump. Um, so in Japan, they for a long time didn't celebrate Christmas. Well, because it's mostly a, a Buddhist country. And so then they, they saw, like, you know, Americans in the, in the U.S. celebrating, and they're like, okay, cool, that seems fun. And so they made it super American. So their traditional Japanese, like, Christmas Eve day meal is KFC. <laughs> and that makes me happy to a degree that I cannot describe. Along with another Christian, uh, sorry, American tradition of the uh, Christmas tree and the lights and things like that. And, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> They've got our number. Well, that's some Northern Hemisphere traditions, but in the Southern Hemisphere, particularly in Brazil, it's a summer holiday. What? Yeah. But? Be- because the summer happens during... What? Yeah. No. no, I know this. I'm not that dumb. I mean, I'm pretty dumb. Emphasis on pretty. How old were you when you figured that out? How old was I when I figured that out? Last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's I did. You could actually hear on an episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me where I figured it out. It was very off-putting to me. Yeah. So uh, they have picnics and fireworks. Pretty cool. I'd, I'd enjoy some fireworks on Christmas. Eh, I could take or leave fireworks. I get it. They're loud. They're bright. Meh. All right. I think it would I mean, look really cool. I mean, I'm just saying, when you've seen one firework, you've seen them all. I, I get it. Boom. Great. Give me some candy. But I've never seen fireworks in the snow. Well, but this is warm in summer. You wouldn't see them well, in the snow No, then. but I'm talking about, I don't want to go to Brazil for Christmas. I'm talking oh, about fireworks. Oh, take that, fire- Brazil. I'm talking about fireworks at our Christmas celebration. You want me to do fireworks? No. I don't want you... I can do fireworks. No. I could make some fireworks. Absolutely not. I I know people. I could get some fireworks today. (laughs) Right now. We're in my home territory. Somebody give me... Who here has fireworks? I got to prove to my wife that this is a bad idea. I know it's a bad idea. Especially for me. I don't think you know how bad an idea it is yet. Oh, I do. Okay. Trust me, I do. Hey, folks, it's Travis. Aw, oh, man, 
I sure do hope you're enjoying this live schmanners. Uh, we did it live at uh, the 2018 Candle Nights uh, show in Huntington. Oh, hey, Happy New Year, everyone. I sure do hope that you had a safe and a happy holidays. And we're so excited uh, that you're here listening to the show. We're also excited because this week we're sponsored by ModCloth. What is ModCloth, you ask? Man, that's such a good question. At ModCloth, there's no such thing as an ordinary outfit. We're not afraid to wear what we want, to go against the current, and be unapologetically ourselves. I can get behind all of that. Crafted by a team of in-house designers, our signature styles include hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. Start the new year with a clean slate and a fresh wardrobe. Your closet is ready for pieces that are easy to transition from winter to spring. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate everyone. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from XXS to 4Xs. Man, XXS is really hard to say for someone who grew up with a bad lisp and went to speech therapy. Uh, while we were in Austin, we visited a mod cloth store and Teresa tried on a bunch of outfits. And let me tell you, every single thing she put on was both like styling and fit super good and was really high quality. Uh, it was wonderful. It was like a full on like 80s movie montage, try on dressing room. It was amazing. Um, and right now, you can get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more if you go to ModCloth, that's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com, and enter Schmanners at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on March 3rd, 2019. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code Schmanners. Okay, we're going to get back into the live show here, uh, and we'll be back next week with more Schmanners. Enjoy! Welcome back to WKEP at night. Up next, looks like we've got a PSA from local forest ranger Duck Newton. Do I start now? or Yeah, lean in, Duck. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay, I, I wanted to address the unfortunate situation that Okay, listen, two people, good people that I and a lot of y'all have known our whole lives are dead. Torn to shreds by... A savage, uh, bloodthirsty beast that defies human comprehension. If you'd like to know more, stop by the Cryptonomica, Kepler's premier museum of the macabre. Just off uh, highway... Come, come on, we just wanted to warn y'all, to, to beg you. If you see one of those things out in the forest, don't fight. Don't scream. Run. Run as far as you can. Doc, it's almost midnight. Listen, folks, if you see anything, please go to thelamplighter.org and let us know. And get behind a locked door tonight. Anything else we need to... Oh, they're leaving. Okay, well, that's thelamplighter.org, and stay safe out there, Kepler. Hey, it's Janet Varney of the JV Club podcast, and I am so excited to be joining Maximum Fun! If you're not yet familiar with the JV Club, it's a podcast with me and some of my favorite women, and in the summer, men, as we explore the highs and lows of our terrible teenage years into what I like to call our adult lessons. For example, hear Emily Heller describe her time on the national circuit for the debate team, or how Travis McElroy took over his drama class and gave his fellow students notes. Yeah, that went over great. Or let Busy Phillips tell you how she met Sharon Stone at an Arizona toy fair. You can join me and all my once awkward, sometimes still awkward friends every Thursday by subscribing to the JV Club on MaximumFun.org. Um, and in India, 
Evergreen trees in short supply. Who would have thought? So what do they decorate? Mango and bamboo trees. <gasps> I love mango you for too. a lot of reasons. Well, now, now you can decorate them with paper stars, <gasps> as they do in I India. I do like that. Is it Australia where Santa surfs in? It is, and uh, not only does he he commonly surf, but he uh, he's makes ripped. His sexy Santa. Well, no, not really. But uh, he makes his journey to the islands in a dolphin-pulled canoe. Huh? Yeah. Okay, that explains why he has to surf the rest of the way. <laughs> not practical on land, those dolphins. Yeah. Um. So. Here's another kind of strange uh, Switzerland one. I won't say strange, we'll say different. 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 Um, you skipped around, so let me, let me find off. Oh. That's what I do. Kusnacht. Kusnacht. Uh, Nacht. Okay. Kusnacht. Uh-huh. Um, so most of the, the countries that celebrate Santa Claus's arrival kind of wait for him with open arms, right? They're excited. In this particular town on the shore of Lake Lucerne, um, over 20,000 people show up on December 5th to welcome to Santa? hunt for Santa. What? Mm-hmm, hmm mm -hmm. What? Uh, like the most dangerous game? Kind of. The showdown is called Kloss Joggen, a.k.a. Chasing the Kloss. The most jolliest game. Yeah. I can get there. Hold on. So, oh, am I waiting no, for no, you to you make No, no, you can keep joke? talking. Okay. I'll just think while you talk. And interrupt me when you figure yes. it out. Yes. Um, so this started as a, as a pagan tradition in the Middle Ages. A lot of Christmas things really did. Um, the most dangerous game. Mm. I'm going to give that a B plus. For, I'll take it. Because it sounds good, but Santa Claus doesn't really have anything to do with the manger. He was there. What? Yeah, he was there. No, he wasn't there. Then who brought baby Jesus Christmas presents? The three wise men. One of them was Santa. Oh. Okay, if it's not, who were they? Give me their names. I was raised Catholic. We don't learn any of their That's names. That's what I'm saying. One of the wise men was Santa Claus. Look anyway. it up, don't. Anyway... Um, so, this is an all-night-long parade, okay, where um, people thump drums, they blow horns, and they scream with giant candlelit bishop-like flags, right, designed, they look like glass windows, so it's kind of like holding a flag that looks like a church window, um, and they crack whips and cowbells to chase the rebel known as Claus and his four dark elves out of town. Okay, this is like someone who learned about Santa from hearing it from like four different three-year-olds. Mm. This is like the story of Santa has been translated and then translated back. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, he's the rebel Santa. <laughs> <that> is... <laughs> hey, you know what? I bet it's fun. I mean, I bet it's fun too, but then like when he brings presents, they're like, oh, he got us. It makes the chase that much more fun next year. Uh, we won't let him bring year. presents again this year. We have too much stuff. Uh, moving away from Santa for a moment. Good, he seems scary. Yeah. 
Uh, in Venezuela, it is common practice to visit church, like, like a lot of places, but um, often the towns close the streets because people roller skate to church. Huh. Okay, mm -hmm. now is, is that a holiday tradition or just a random coincidence? I don't know. Because I had to start with like one person and somebody else going, is this Christmas? Are we supposed to? I see them doing it. It seems like a fun together family activity to roller You know what else church. is a fun together activity? Riding in a car. Is it though? Yeah. It's nah. pretty good. We ride in cars together all the time. You don't enjoy it? Hey, talk amongst yourselves. How can I make it better? <laughs> We'll listen to the podcasts you like and not just the ones I'm on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not a joke. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Uh, in the early days of our dating, I would just share to, when I was coming to really good jokes I had made, like, shh, listen. <laughs> See, maybe and she's still marrying me. Yes. Maybe this is why they're on roller skates. Uh, they're not captive audience to each other's podcast. Wait, where are you going? This is the good part. Um, so crossing the ocean yet again in the Marshall Islands, people prepare for Christmas months in advance by uh, stockpiling gifts and dividing into teams to hold song and dance competitions on Christmas Day. Huh. That's a new Christmas game, right? I, I like that. For that. I would totally, and they, um, so they also build a pinata-esque thing, um, and uh, instead of breaking it for children, it's for God. So they wait for God to come and break it? Mm, no, I, I don't, I don't. You think break it and then you just go, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Mom, okay. Um, uh, a lot like the, um, the Christian celebration of Easter in New Orleans. Uh, if you've ever heard of a king cake, this is something. Um, you have. Good. Uh, in Peru, a very similar tradition exists. Have you heard of Peru? I think they have. Um, where they, after Mass, again, families go home to have a traditional kind of feast dinner. Um, and the gifts, instead of being spread around the tree, it's, um, you have each, all the individual, like, like nativity people, participants. Yeah, Mary and Joseph and Santa. Right. And, uh-huh. And uh, the person who finds the baby Jesus in the cake gets to put that baby Jesus in the manger. So it's a king of kings cake. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, all right. Thank you. Okay. Is Jesus gluten-free? <laughs> no, because... He had the fishes and loaves, right? Oh, yeah, and the bread is his body. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it all makes sense now. But, you all thought I was joking, but Jesus is made of bread. And his blood is wine. He's a monster. 
He's a living gingerbread man. Anyway, um, but let me tell you about a gluten-free meal that you can have for Christmas in Greenland. Uh, the traditional Christmas gift dish is called kiavaki. No. <laughs> Kiviak. No. Kiviak. There it is. Um, and this again takes seven to eight months to prepare, so you start it very early. How big a meal is it? Well, um, to start out with, you hollow out a seal skin. When you say hollow out, you're removing the seal part. Right. <laughs> and keeping the rest of it so that you can stuff it with 500 ox, which are a kind of seabird. Okay. And you let that then ferment. Then you throw that away. No. And, and you make burgers. No. Good uh, prank. You allow it to ferment. Um, and I'm talking about these birds with, like, the feathers still on. Huh. And then when it's Christmas time, you bring the seal to the table and you eat them. Huh. Hey, we're not yucking anybody's yums. It's, I've never had it, and if someone has done it more than once, it, it can't be, be terrible, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing I always have to think, like, somebody ate it and then ate it again later. Can't be that bad. <laughs> They're still alive, so... No, not the birds. The people. Yeah, okay, you threw me for a second. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Paul, what time are we at? Are we doing good? Don't say who cares. We have a whole other show to get to. We have two more shows, Paul. No, really. What time? Do you know? We've been going about 20 minutes. Okay, we'll keep going. No, because I'm done. That's okay. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> That's a... I covered pretty much the entire globe, pieces here and there, and so I thought that was enough. Do no, I thought you did great, and we need to leave more for the next holiday. So for Candle Nights next year, maybe we'll do a part two. And maybe, as a gift, I'll research it. <gasps> I won't. Best Candle Nights ever! Um, so first, thank you all so much uh, for coming out. I hope you enjoyed Schmanners. How many people here, this is the first time ever hearing an episode of Schmanners? Oh, awesome. We They're hope all that you'll this good. Some even better. What? Um, you can check it out. It comes out every week, depend a day depending on, you know, life. But it comes out pretty much every week. Uh, you can hear us talk about both. Uh, normally, we talk about the history of uh, an etiquette topic as well as answering questions from the audience about ways to kind of follow that etiquette and make it apply to modern life without and feeling restricted. You can ask us questions when we make the call out for episode by tweeting at SchmannersCast. Correct. And we are a non-judgmental etiquette podcast. So if that's been keeping you away, don't worry. We're cool. We're cool parents. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, like Teresa said, at SchmannersCast. You can email us if you have uh, episode ideas you would like to hear. SchmannersCast at gmail.com. We want to say a big thanks to MaximumFun.org for hosting our show. Um, go check out all the other amazing shows there. And you need to stick around. I assume you're not going anywhere. Why would you leave after our show? Because we have another great show coming up, and then a quick intermission, and then we're doing My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's very exciting stuff. You're going to see Still Buffering, and then My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and then we'll all go home, and then we'll go to bed. They, I think they get that. Okay, and after that, it's up right. to you. After, after that, that, it's what you want to do. Whatever. Um, so that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners. Schmanners. Get it? Yeah.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.